Hi, this is Millie, and you're listening to the Escaping Narcissistic Parents podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word. Consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash Narcissistic Parents. I will, will put all of this in the show notes. Please give my podcast a five-star rating so that it can reach people that may need to hear it. Hi guys, I hope you're doing well today. Um, I want to do another reminder that I am working on a program in which you guys will be able to go from video and audio in an, in a timeline fashion of how things happen when you realize that your parent or, or you know, whoever your narcissist is, is a narcissist. And then we will go through the feelings that, that happen through the grief process. And then hopefully by the end, you'll understand a lot of what, what is going to happen so that you don't have to learn it the way I did through trial and error and research and just nosedive into narcissism. Um, but a lot of the stuff I learned was after the fact um, and I'd like to give a lot of you a heads up of what's going to happen most likely if you go low contact or no contact. Okay, so today's topic is forgiveness. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. All right, so that's from the movie Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris. If you guys are, I, I don't know how many of you saw that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's just a, it, it's mind candy, right? That movie is just fun to, to watch. But uh, Anna Faris plays a musician in this movie. And this is a song that she's written. <laughs> it's that Those are the entire words for the whole song. I think there's some other words in there, but um, she's not wrong, right? Forgiveness is more than saying sorry, okay? Um, and actually, she's talking about asking for forgiveness is more than just saying sorry. And it absolutely is that. Um, forgiveness is a touchy subject with people in this narcissistic situation because there's a lot of you that may have gone to therapy and the therapist is sitting there telling you to work things out with this person who's toxic to try and forgive right and to be completely honest I still have trouble really understanding the concept of forgiveness. What exactly does that mean? Forgiveness, right? Forgiveness 
is used as an action word or a verb. But is it really an action? In my experience, and I'm sure in many of your experiences, it's not an action. You cannot actively, physically forgive. It's something that happens, okay? It's a feeling. And it's not a feeling that you gain or a feeling that you put into action. It's a feeling that happens. And it's a lack of other feelings, which is forgiveness. And a lot of you, I just blew my own mind, to be honest with you. Here, acting like the narcissist, right? <laughs> um, because I had never really thought of it that way. A lot of times I come onto these podcasts and I'm talking and things just occurred to me. And this was one thing that just, you know, boom, it just occurred to me. Forgiveness is not an action. It's a lack of feelings. And what do I mean by a lack of feelings? A lack of feelings... I mean, forgiveness is when you no longer feel bad feelings towards a person or a situation, right? That's real forgiveness is when you no longer feel anger, regret, shame, guilt, sadness, anxiety, whatever. When you have forgiven you can think of the person who may have wronged you and you don't have that emotional response. That's forgiveness, okay? And forgiveness is for you, not for the person who hurt you. Now, in our situation, forgiveness, again, sticky wicket. Do we need to forgive a narcissist in order to heal and move on? In my opinion, and I am not a licensed therapist, but licensed therapists don't really learn about personality disorders as much as they should. Okay, that's why you have those therapists that tell you beyond the shadow of a doubt that you should work things through things through with the narcissist or the toxic person. Um, forgiveness is not necessary, in my opinion, okay? And I just said I wasn't a licensed therapist, so if you need therapy, therapy, please find one that does understand narcissism and childhood trauma, okay? And if you get someone who tries to convince you to get back together with this person who's hurting you on purpose, please dump them and find a new therapist. All right. I have podcasts about bad therapists already. Um, so do we need to forgive? Absolutely, we do not. Okay, forgiveness is not something that we could turn on and off. As much as mostly religious people will tell you, you need to forgive, you need to forgive. I remember when I first um, found out about uh, my brother's which I was 42 years old and I didn't know that I wasn't an only child. Um, and it was a shock because one of my brothers called me to tell me. That's how I found out. Anyhow, 
So that day was the day that I kind of consider like D-Day or the day my life changed. And I call one of my podcasts that the day my life changed. Because that is the day that my life changed. But not because necessarily because of the brothers. More that that was what prompted me to figure out what the hell was wrong with my family. That I didn't know I had brothers. And that's where everything else, you know, like an onion started peeling layers and started to see what was really going on with my mother and my father. So, um, yeah. So forgiveness is not necessary, especially in the beginning. How do we forgive, quote unquote, someone who you realized has been hurting you your entire life, has been lying to your face your entire life? My mother literally looked at my face, gaslit me when I jokingly, because, you know, I'm in my 40s and not everything, you know, that you believed when you were a child is the same when you're an adult, right? You don't believe in Santa Claus as an adult. You don't believe in the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy. Well, there were stories about my dad's past that my mother had told me when I was little that just didn't make sense when I was an adult. So I, I don't know if it was intuition or what. I said to my mother, hey, do I have a brother somewhere? Just a month or two before my brother called me. So that caused other issues in her mind because she thought I knew and I did not know. She looked at me in the eyes and said, are you crazy? Literally said I was crazy. So there's gaslighting, an example of gaslighting that's perfect because she literally called me crazy and I was right no actually I was wrong I didn't have one brother I had three anyhow (laughs) how do you forgive someone who lied to you your entire life you know and whatever your situation is maybe just abused you in, in very extreme ways forever your whole life um made you feel like you weren't a normal kid because they sent you to school looking like a mess, didn't buy enough clothes for you, didn't take care of you, maybe they neglected you, they made you feel awful, they didn't let you explore your interests, they tried to dim your light, okay? I have a friend whose situation was Her mother literally saying, I need to break you because, you know, you're too independent. You know, what she was saying is she was too independent, too smart mouth, too, too whatever. She couldn't stand that her daughter didn't, didn't need her, didn't want to need her and didn't want to be a part of that. Right. So she had to break her. She actually said that. How do you forgive someone who's done this to you and who stands by the fact that they're the victim and you're the bad guy, they smear you, has never apologized to you, will never apologize to you, not for real. An apology requires the words and then actions to follow the words, right? That's a healthy person. You know, they they apologize and then they, they actually change their behavior, Um, so how do you forgive someone like that? You don't have to. You just have to heal. You have to heal by feeling 
whatever it is that you're feeling because you are entitled to your feelings. And that's another abuse. You weren't allowed to feel things. You weren't allowed to be sad or cry or be depressed or be angry. That just wasn't allowed. Or you were ignored if you were depressed. That was me. I spent a summer um, when I was 16 where I gained 20 pounds over the summer because I'd broken up with my boyfriend. It wasn't necessarily that I missed him. I think it was just the lack of, like, I never had anything to do, right? I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have a lot of friends, which I know a lot of you can, you know, relate to not having a lot of friends. And I think I was just lonely and I gained 20 pounds. I stayed in my room the entire summer eating cereal and my mother never asked, are you okay? And then when I got my heart broken the following year um, and I was literally crying myself to sleep for months. Sorry. Um, I cried myself to sleep because my heart was broken. She never... Asked if I was okay. She never said, hey, do do you need help? Do you want me to find help for you so that you can get... Oh my gosh, my kitty cat, my kitten. She's she's crazy. (laughs) She had a Q-tip in her mouth. Uh, So she never asked me if I was okay. If, if, If I needed help. Think that things were going to be fine because you know when your heart breaks it does mend um it's okay you know that that I would be okay that I would be okay she never said that to me so how do we forgive someone like that well we don't we don't have to we need to feel everything we need to be angry. We need to be sad. We need to mourn the the parent that we didn't have or the aunt or the grandparent, you know, whoever it is, the sister or brother that we didn't have. We need to mourn them, the, the one that we had in our minds that has kept us from separating from them completely. Is that imaginary great person that doesn't exist. We need to mourn that imaginary person so that we can move on. So moving on does not, in fact, require forgiveness. Moving on does not require forgiveness. Forgiveness comes with time, okay? It is not an action or a decision. You can say as many times as you want, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you. And if your heart doesn't believe you, you haven't forgiven anyone. Forgiveness comes with time. When we have grieved over whatever it is that you're grieving, when we have grieved, when we have gotten angry, when we have taken a reminder of this narcissist who has hurt us and burned it or cut it with, a, with scissors, when we have processed all of those feelings, 
And then you can think back at that situation and realize, okay, I can talk about this now and I'm okay. I was talking to um, a friend of mine from, I met her when we were 11 years old, right? We met in the seventh grade. We were at school together. And we were talking, just chit-chatting, and I was talking about my brothers and laughing, um, talking about other things that my mother had done and laughing or just making a joke out of it. And I told her, I said, this is not how I would have had this conversation four years ago. Four years ago, it would have been me trying to convince her of how bad my mom was and crying about it. And now I can talk about it without crying. Why did I just choke up about my heart being broken? Because... I realize how awful that is. And that's maybe something I haven't processed completely. Right? That I had a broken heart and I was depressed. And I did need help. And she never cared enough to ask me. Right? Maybe I haven't processed that yet. You know? Maybe that's still a touchy subject because the boyfriend that... I'm not going to say he broke my heart. I broke up with him, but it still broke my heart because I my feelings were very involved there. You know, it was my first real love. Okay. At least that's how I see it. That's how I remember it. Um and that can be very painful at that age, right? 17, 18 years old. It was very painful. Um I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm sitting here talking about him going and, and I'm friends with him on Facebook. And part of me wants to send him this this podcast so he can hear it. Um I think he knows and and he knows some things I've I've told him but he doesn't know a lot. I think he just doesn't. And and I don't know. Probably won't. <laughs> Why do that, right? After so many years. He's married. He's got twin boys. He's doing good. Um, but yeah, I mean, that choked me up because I haven't processed that part of it, that she completely ignored that I was depressed. When I see my daughter, my daughter is, is normally just a quiet kid and keeps to herself. She's 19. But when, when I see like a consistency of it and not coming out ever to talk and I will go in there. Is everything okay? And I know that she trusts me. I know that she trusts me. So I have to trust if she tells me I'm okay. Because she does come to me when she's not feeling good or when she's having anxiety. Or, you know, just not feeling good. Um, but, yeah, that's forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that just happens. It is healing, is, is, is forgiveness. I, I would say those two things are interchangeable. When you heal, that's when you forgive. And you forgive, you realize you've forgiven. You don't forgive someone because you say, I'm going to forgive them. And I know that what I'm saying is controversial. And I know that some of you are probably religious. And, and if you're Christian, 
you know, the religion is based on our sins were forgiven because Jesus suffered on the cross, right? That's why we, we, that's the whole religion right there, you know, in a nutshell, that our sins have been forgiven. But what is forgiveness? I mean, have you really thought about it? You can even look it up in the Bible and it's, it never explains forgiveness, not really. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. Okay, I am not without fault and I don't know the Bible. I went to Catholic school, but I didn't um, like memorize the Bible. You know, I just learned as much as I needed to for the test. Right. That's how I, tra- I treated religion like any other class. And it really it was, you know, even in college I had I actually in the beginning of my college career, I took three religion classes and that's how I treated it as, you know, I'm going to study to pass the test and get a good grade in the class and that's it. It's not like I was trying to memorize uh, Bible passages. But correct me if I'm wrong, if there's a definition of forgiveness in the Bible. Um, but that is my definition of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not an action that you can choose, but something that happens after you have processed whatever it is that you have to forgive. And then, poof, you realize one day, I'm talking about this and I'm not upset. I'm not having this emotional reaction to it. That's forgiveness. Okay? Now, I can forgive situations. Can I forgive my mom? Stay tuned. I don't know. Right? I don't walk around harboring anger and resentment towards my mom, to be completely honest. I'm at the point where she's not the villain anymore. So maybe there is the beginnings of forgiveness there. She's not the villain because she's not in my life. And that's a big deal. That's why, if at all possible... If you're in a toxic relationship with your mother or father or whomever it is, you need to get out and heal. Because you will heal and you will start to see this is not the villain of my life. I know I have two villains in my life right now. One is my ex-husband, which for some reason it has taken me 16 years after the divorce to realize how toxic he really was. Every time I read one of the posts from a you know, narcissistic partner uh, Instagram page, and I say, oh my God, that's my ex. I don't know why, but he's just, he's so toxic, I can't even. And the other thing is COVID, that's the other toxic. I live in Florida, people. I'm in the middle of the fire of, of the Delta variant. So I can't do anything about COVID. I have to just wait to, and see how it plays out. And it's going to play out. It's going to suck. But it's going to play out. And then it, things will get back to normal at some point. Eventually. With my ex. Well, I know my daughter just won't move back to the city where she goes to college. So for like three months, I don't have to deal with him at all pretty much. So I know the next three months will be calm. 
but he is he uses my daughter and does stupid things and he even went as far as you know that one of the tactics that nar narcissists use not to let you sleep he he did that through my daughter and over something ridiculous and i'm i'm seeing it you know i i see it now so i have to kind of go through the process i went through with my mom with him and just just you know be angry and the thing is i can't 100 percent go no contact because we have our daughter all right so i hope that gives you at least my point of view i'm gonna leave it at that it's my point of view on forgiveness you can't really force it you don't need it in order to heal but healing is in fact what forgiveness is in my in my opinion in my experience healing equals forgiving okay so I'm sending you my love and I'm sending you my knowledge and I'm sending you my experience. I hope that you receive it. I hope that you listen because I want you guys to have a better time and easier time than I had when I had to go through all of this muddy muck that getting out of a narcissistic relationship is. So, I love you guys. I really do. I don't do this because I don't care. I do this because I want to help. And my program is also meant to get you there. To get you to the forgiveness. To the healing. At the end of the road. Even if at the end of the program you were not going to be healed. But you're going to be able to go back and say... Well, she mentioned this and I need to learn to not care what other people think of me, right? Because the narcissist does a smear campaign, things like that. I want to be a guide and for you to go back and look at things and listen to things and, and be an ongoing help. All right, guys, this has been a little bit long one because it's a good topic and there's so, so much misinformation, in my opinion, about forgiveness out there. Sometimes I will um, comment and say, no, that's not true. You can move on. And, and I don't think it's necessary to forgive the narcissist in order to move on. You know, you can't forgive them. They hurt you on purpose. All right, guys, I am going to stop now. I love you. And until next time.